Network. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to another episode of VT Network. I'm your host, Deadman. With me, as always, my two brothers. The first man who actually wears two of Sonic's rings in his nipples, Mr. DJ. Yeah. I would say it's my secret shame, but that would be a lie. <laughs> you just, you hit I, don't the, know, I don't know why you'd be ashamed of that at all. the wrong step and all you hear is a dee 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 and my second brother, who's tasted every mushroom in the Mushroom Kingdom, Mr. Mustard himself. Portobello has still got to be my favorite, bro. <laughs> Can you believe that those those mushroom designs are actually based off of real mushrooms, the green and the red ones from Mario? Yeah, dude. Hmm. Yeah, well, a... Italians like mushrooms. What do you want? <laughs> Jesus Christ. I wonder what the black mushrooms is based off of. Uh, I did something not good. <laughs> I don't know. Why don't you tell us, DJ? <laughs> I'm not in the mushrooms like you are. <laughs> oh my god! And he clapped right back. Holy hell! Right, then. It is a mom- it is a momentous week, and a lot of it we're not going to talk about on the main show. We are going to talk about it on the post show. So stay tuned for that. However, man, it's been enough. This week kind of flew by. Flew by really fast for me. Was it the same for you guys? Yeah, it was. Pretty, pretty damn, yeah. That was actually pretty fast. Like, I, I, like, I remember sitting down yesterday to um, do some stuff for uh, for Paul Schroeder and uh, do some stuff for BJ. And I was just thinking, like, fuck, we got a show tomorrow. Like, already? Like, wow. Like, I just remember thinking, like, that, that went by really fast. It felt really fast for me. Agreed. Weird, huh? Well, with everything happening, you know, like it was just—I feel like I was awake a lot more this week than I have been in a way in a long time. Yeah. Well, I mean, um, I don't know, man. It—it it has been a hell of a week, and uh, all I know is that Mariah Carey is back. I've already heard the first plane, and I ran out of the store before it could start up. <laughs> <clears throat> Uh, wow. Yep, it's that time of year. I'm not even joking about that, dude. That's not even that's not even a that's not a joking or an exaggeration in any fucking way. I was in a I was in a gas station buying cigarettes and a Red Bull, and all of a sudden I heard ching 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 ching, and I was just like, no! <laughs> I had to go back for my credit card like six minutes later, but whatever. I'd rather just not hear it. So, what have you guys been playing? <laughs> what have you guys been up to? What have you guys been watching? <clears throat> uh, I've been playing a lot of Red Dead on stream. Uh-huh. Um, been playing a lot of Stardew Valley. You ever played that game? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, I've been playing a lot of that game with Faith. It's been pretty fun. And then been streaming a lot. Um, haven't been watching too much stuff actually. I've just been mostly just gaming and watching YouTube and stuff. So. Yeah. I've, uh... How how is how is the streaming going? By the way, you get you get more numbers, member like followers. Yeah, or watchers. I'm up whatever. to one hundred and thirty-two followers. Wow, <clears throat> with like sixteen subs. Wow, on Twitch. Um, yeah, I'd say like in how many like in what almost six months. That's not bad, right? About four months actually. 
Yeah, you almost. Ended up for about four. I'd say it's a pretty good turnaround, considering how much work you put into that other platform, uh, Mixer. Oh, and didn't get didn't get dick for it, like so. Well, then again, I mean, it wasn't it. It was just wasn't the best platform. It wasn't the best stream, you know. Uh, no, it was it was a good platform and it was a good stream. It was just once they once they became exactly like Twitch, all the charm of what it was was gone. Yeah, once they started doing exactly what they said they weren't gonna do. Yeah, yeah, it's just gone. Mm-hmm. It just sucked. What about you, DJ? What have you been up to? What have you been playing? What have you been watching? You son of a bitch. Uh, I've been watching uh, the uh, old school 1987 DuckTales. Oh, why? And then watching that. Love that show. That was an awesome show. Well, David Tennant, uh, one of my favorite actors, now plays the voice of Scrooge McDuck. So I've been meaning to get around to watch the new ones. <clears throat> with, uh, oh, oh, yeah, the new version? Yeah, yeah actually, it's actually, it is actually pretty good. Things are actually really stepping up on that one, too. Weirdly, right? Right, they brought back Darkwing Duck into the uh, DuckTales. Are there, like, hidden adult-themed jokes in that one, too? All, all over the place, dude. Yeah, there really yeah. is. Yeah. And and of course we know that Steven Spielberg is bringing back and is personally involved with Looney uh I'm sorry not Looney Tunes um Tiny Tunes Animaniacs and Pinky Animaniacs the Animaniacs are coming back yeah all three of all three of his uh cartoon babies are, are uh, I think Anim- Anim- Animaniacs is already here I think so too I think it's yeah, on Hulu uh, right now yeah I think Pinky and the Brain and Tiny Toon Adventures are coming Tiny Toon Adventures honestly is what uh. I'm looking forward to the most. Well, no, Pinky and the Brain have, have always been part of Animaniacs. They didn't get their own run. No, no. yeah, yeah, they did. They, they, they were so popular. They got their own show. Did they get their own run? I don't. I don't remember yeah, it. Pinky yeah. and the Brain or the Animaniacs? Who were we asking about? No, no, no. no Pinky like, and the Brain. No, Pinky and the Brain was originally part of Animaniacs. <laughs> but Pinky and the Brain was so popular, they actually got their own show. Yeah, they had their own show. Yes, it was called Pinky and the Brain. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and then it became Pinky and the Brain of Elmira for some freaking reason. Oh, that's right. That's right. Okay, I remember this now. I remember this now. Jesus, yeah. it's been... Okay, you can't blame me, though. Come on. It's been 27 years. Yeah, no, I can blame you because it's been longer than I've been alive and I still remember it. Oh, well, no, Pinky and the Brain only ran for two seasons. No, but I still remembered that the show existed. and Because and, and I'm, I'm, I, I couldn't remember. I couldn't remember The point is, did. you fucked up, Okay. Well, no, I'm not saying that. I'm saying that I didn't remember, and I'm wrong. You know what, man? You know the fact that you keep trying to argue. Give, 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 give yourself the L. Give, Fuck give, you. Give no, 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 give, no, no, give no. You so- fucking stunner. DJ. DJ. Hmm. He keeps trying to argue with it. He keeps trying to be. A, I'm just trying to tell him <clears throat> that I do blame him. He was like, "Dude, you can't blame me because it was like 26." Yes, I can. <laughs> no, sorry. I, I don't hear a ruling. Anyways, what it's else have you been? Face. What else have you been playing, DJ? Fuck you, dude. Hey, uh, uh, let's see. What was I getting? Well, I haven't played it, but I recently uh, purchased Greedfall on the Xbox since it was on sale this week. Which one? Uh, Which Greedfall. One? Creedfall. Greedfall. Haven't heard of it. Don't know what that is. Yeah. Yeah, it's one of those uh, lesser known ones. They're the same people who made uh, Mars Warlocks, uh, Technomancer, and uh, 
<clears throat> down by flame. So uh, is this an indie game? Uh, you know, yeah, the uh, company, I guess you could call them indie. Yeah, because I've heard of I mean, one of those games. That was the Technomancer. I've never heard of them at all. Yeah, they, you know, they're definitely a, a smaller studio. It's kind of like uh, Bioware Lite, I guess. Well, at least some games are. Some other games are like you know, other stuff. But it's like it's just one of those companies where, you know, you know they're trying. It's kind of like uh, Sticks, you know, the the uh, that goblin... Or I don't know if it's a goblin or a troll, but that you know that stealth assassin green guy. Yeah, 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 yeah. You know, I was like, yeah, it's one. It's one of those companies where you know they're trying and, and you know, and they're and they're improving with every game. So I, I like supporting. I like supporting spiders. Hmm. Surprising. Is it any good though? I mean, are, are the games any good? Like, I know I, I know Technomancer. I've heard of the game Technomancer. I just haven't played it. Mm. Uh, practically, no. It's kind of like an acquired <laughs> taste, I guess you could say. <laughs> All right. Okay. You so I'll, I'll wait till I'll wait till being you... honest. About yeah, it. yeah. That's what I was gonna say. I'll wait till I get a positive take from you then oh, to try out one of their games. <laughs> All right, fair enough. I've been playing more squadrons, and I've been watching. Uh, well, I, the the new the new uh, season of the Mandalorian just started. Oh, good. Oh, cool. And in episode one, we see the Fett armor, Boba Fett's armor. Okay. <laughs> I don't know if that confirms he's dead, because Jawas don't rob the living. They don't rob the living. They, 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 they're scavengers. So I don't know if that okay. means he's dead, and they have well, his armor. It can't be dead, because this takes place way in the past, so he should be... He's nowhere near even born yet. Yeah, I, so. say, I don't think he's dead. Yeah, no, no. Boba I think Fett? they're just showing like maybe like the maybe a prototype of what he'll wear in the future because no, in the movie, this is the Fett that armor. Well, maybe so, but no, Dude, like yeah. no, like, this is like way in the past. So there's no way he's dead. Yeah, well, this takes place between <clears throat> uh, this takes place between episode three and uh, the new series. Or episode three and four. No, wait. Episode... It takes place after the original trilogy is what I'm trying to fucking say. What? Uh, There's no way if it's Baby Yoda. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, what, 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 what? You got old and all of a sudden he became a baby in between. There's no way. Well, no, 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 no. I mean, it's not Baby what? It's not baby it's, Yoda. It's not actually fucking Baby Yoda, dude. Thank you. Oh, my God. <laughs> It's it's just it's just one of one of, one of his species. One, one of a Yoda. Oh God! Yeah. Yeah. Look, okay. there's Timothy Oliphant <clears throat> wearing the Fett armor. In God, in the no, yeah, no, it can't be that because remember, is. there's the, the there's the crest. Dude, in the series, I'm sorry, in, in the right movie there. that dude when Boba Fett wear that armor, that thing was worn like fuck. There was scratches and scars all over there's the fucking right there. That is that is that is from the movie. That's from the movie. I don't know what the fuck. Golly, that's too now. that's too cleaned up. And there you go. Yeah, yeah, there it is. Like that's more accurate. Yeah, but that's the Mandalorian. That's the show. <laughs> I think this is photoshopped. <clears throat> I think this is photoshopped. So then he's dead. Fuck it. Whatever. Who cares? I don't know. I don't know. But it's really interesting. And it, and it has this really it has this really cool part in it. Um, I don't know. It's not really spoilers. It's not spoilers. So I can say it. 
you you remember how Boba Fett was killed? How Han Solo smacks the his jetpack and the jetpack ignites. Yeah. And there's a point in episode episode one of the se- of the new season where to get uh to get the marshal out of out of the way, the fucking Mando smacks smacks the backpack and ignites the, and ignites the rockets and sends them to safety. <laughs> so like all those old school fuckers like are just like it was really cool for me because I was laughing my balls off. Uh my girlfriend was not. She was like, I don't get it. And I'm like, you Philistine. <laughs> but yeah, that's uh-huh. it. Uh-huh. Fuck, yeah. You. Fuck you. <laughs> Fuck you. Fuck you. Fuck <laughs> you. Yeah, there it is. That's what it looks like now. So I'd say that's pretty degraded from the original movies. Mustard, what do you think? I mean, yeah. It looks like Fett's armor, dude. That's Fett's armor. There's, there's the seal. Well then, well then, it's Fett's armor, bro. You're right. Congratulations. Round of applause. Firm handshakes all around. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Fuck you, DJ. Anyways. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Can we start the show now, bro? (laughs) Fuck. I was gonna say I really haven't been playing much. I really don't have anything to talk about on that front. And let's start the fucking show. That's the wrong. That's the wrong. You know what to do. You wow. know what to do. Wow. Uh, uh, uh. Start do the it. show. Ah, many... uh, uh, do it. No, 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 no. How many years <laughs> of this fucking show? I always get them mixed up. There you go, you pricks. You've never done that before. I've done it once. Not often. Not often at all. Anyways. So, this whole fucking next-gen launch has been... I know, right? Riddled. Just fucking riddled with problems. Now the PS5 isn't going to even be available launch day. Yep. Due to underproduction and uh, they, 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 they pulled the opposite of the Switch, where the Switch was like, we're going to flood stores. <laughs> PS5 and PlayStation was like, what if we make it like really rare? We're going to give each store like five. Yeah. It's it's fucking ridiculous, dude. It's ridiculous, and now it's it's going even further because of what's going on with the, with the, the the pandemic and of course the launch. So now GameStop has canceled employee contests to earn extra Black Friday work hours. So they canceled a company wide contest and asks employees to perform a synchronized TikTok dance in exchange for prizes like extra work hours on Black Friday. I don't see how that's a prize. Uh, well, for Black Friday, I think you get time and a half. I think you get time and time and a half. Better be. Uh, originally reported sure. by another website, news broke on November 3rd that GameStop had announced a TikTok competition um, in exchange for a prize. The prize included an Amazon Echo 8, Echo Auto, a $100 gift card, and 10 extra work hours on Black Friday. None of this seems worth it. What about like? Nope. I'm. I'm. No. I'm sorry. <laughs> well, okay, but here's the thing. I thought we weren't having Black Fridays. I thought it was like a gen general kind of consensus thing. We're not. We're not doing that this year because of the pandemic that's going on. I mean, I, we shouldn't. Uh, At least I thought that was the fucking general consensus. Yeah, I didn't right, know though? that. What the fuck, dude? Like, I know that Walmart's not having one. Target's not having one. Best no. Buy's not having one. 
They're all doing it like, online. There's so many... Yeah, they're doing it all online. So them, so them forcing their employees to work in store during a pandemic on Black Friday. That's fucking. That's a liability, bro. I'd be like, nah. Well, now hey, we got comments in the economy. Yeah, fuck that. Dude. We got comments in the GameStop subreddit from ew to a new form of low, all sorts of insults, and it was it's it's GameStop has fucked up constantly. And this is just another mark in their ledger. I wonder how much. I wonder what they're going to have to do with this launch. Hmm. I mean, this is going to be difficult, really difficult. What do you guys think? I don't know, man. It's just can't wait for the Rona to spike up again. <laughs> again, Jeez. again, again, again. Well, yeah, I mean, the thing is that GameStop is teetering. Like really bad, yeah. Well, like real bad. They're on the they're on they're on verge to going completely online. And honestly, I wouldn't blame them. Uh the only thing like like the only thing that we could really look at as like a detriment is what are we going to do with any kind of secondhand market? And even then, I don't think they lead the way. What do you guys think? Like, do you guys think they're still the top? Or, I know so many mom and pop shops have, po- have popped up. How many are there in El Paso, uh, mustard? Mom and shop pops. Mom and mom and pop shops. <laughs> of of like secondhand of games. Like, secondhand games? No, oh, yeah. there's only one, two. No, there was Entertain Mart. That closed down a while back, dude. That, yeah, like, it did. Three, year, yeah. three years ago. Oh wow! Yeah, now it's only um, X Media Exchange, and they're only, and they have two locations, but they only do games and shit. They don't even do consoles anymore. Wow. Uh-huh. Or I don't know. They they changed their parameters because I ch- I ch- called the other day to ask about the 3DS because we covered it that they were being uh, discontinued. So yeah. I called them and I was like, "Do you have any 3DSs?" And they were like, "No, man, we don't have any." We don't even carry them anymore. I'm like, what? Like, yeah. He's like, yeah, we, we changed a bunch of stuff around the store. Like, we don't carry phones or anything. Yeah, it's pretty fucked up. Wow, not even phones. I don't know. I don't think so. I'm not sure. Huh. I, well, either way. What I'm trying to say is that there has been plenty of pop-ups since then. Because I know we have uh, Disc Replay here in Indiana. And that's a mom and pop. Then there was Entertain Mart. Then there was um, Hollywood Video, which ran for a long, long time. No, not Hollywood Video. Um, what was the What was the one on the corner of Dyer Mustard? Dyer. That's, that's uh, Entertain Mart. No, no, that's Media Exchange. Is it what was What did they used to be called? It used to be called something else. Game Crazy. Game Crazy. There you go. So either way, like, I don't. Th- I I think. GameStop has more competition than they think they do. Is in the end what I'm trying to get to. What do you guys think? Am I right? Wrong? Mm. Oh, yeah. I mean, they have competition, but... <sighs> I don't know. The whole used game market is just kind of dying out. And that's a shame, too. Goddamn. Well, yeah. We talked about it with Paul Mattingly. Uh, about the whole... 
uh, everybody going digital. So, I mean, I, I I'm going digital mostly just because I'm I'm fat and lazy, not because like I want to support digital only. No, I just don't have to get up and change a disc. <laughs> Anyways, speaking further on this launch, EA reveals a full PS5 Xbox Series X upgrade plan. Damn, that was hard to say. So, the PlayStation 5 and the Xbox, the Series X, are only a week away from launching, and they've revealed its plans for bringing games to the next gen. Titles like uh, Madden, FIFA, will all get... uh, well, I'll get yeah. next-gen upgrades. Uh, Star Wars Squadrons. Squadron. Squadrons. will receive uh, new modes on the Series X, but only only some, I guess, some uh, ray tracing on the PS5. That sucks. So you guys want to read into what's going on with Madden and FIFA or skip that one? Uh, let's just start with Star, with Star Wars. <laughs> See, you can't say anything. <laughs> Star, Star Wars, Star Wars. <laughs> fu- oh, boy. Uh, <laughs> and now, after these messages... <laughs> God damn it. <laughs> squadrons. Star Wars Squadrons will receive a new frame rate upgrade for Xbox Series X slash S players where they can choose to focus either on better visuals or better frame rate. Squadrons can run at 1440 at 60 FPS on Xbox Series S and up to 2160 at 60 FPS on the Series X. In performance mode, players can achieve 1440p at 120 FPS on Series S and 2160p at 120 FPS, while sacrificing some of the better lighting models and improved visuals. Dude, I can't wait to see this fucking game. Well, if your TV is 120 hertz, that's that's what matters the most. Yeah, it is. So let's take a look here. You're about that, Chief? I'm <laughs> about that life. Apex Legends will also get a performance boost on the Series X to 1440, and I guess more frame rates. Um, a formal next-gen enhancement is being planned for next year. The Sims is also getting upgraded. Um, Madden, EA Sports, UFC 4 is getting upgraded. Don't know why, but okay. Uh, Need for Speed Hot Pursuit Remastered. Hey, DJ, there you go. There's one you like. Um, I guess it's just going to just get a next-gen boost and not an, exactly a, a new system or anything. Now, how long do you guys think... That, how long do you guys think is going to take to get the full catalog of what we have now to the next gen. Like, what, what are you guys thinking? How many months? I'm going to say a year. I'm going to say two years. Two years? Yeah. Mm, earliest a year and a half. I'm going a little bit more optimistic. I'm going to say, like, six months. <laughs> Jesus Christ. Okay, that's that's ridiculous. I know, but I'm trying. I know. <laughs> Shut the fuck up. So Tony Hawk's Pro Skater 1 and 2, Crash Bandicoot 4, it's about time, is going to have a crossover. What? <laughs> Alright, I gotta buy it. Alright, just give me a sec here. Mustard, go ahead. Let me find out what the hell's going on with my dogs. 
Activision has announced that Tony Hawk's Pro Skater will be getting a crossover with Band- Crash Bandicoot. It's about time with Crash-themed in-game items, including nine shirts, three hats, and one skateboard deck. This is the first ever crossover between Crash Bandicoot and Tony Hawk. We'll begin tomorrow. What? This okay. This first ever crossover will begin tomorrow, November sixth, and arrives as part of a free title update. Fans can take a look at a short clip below that hints at some of the items that will soon be available. Hmm. <laughs> so it's not the crossover we wanted. What do you mean? What's the crossover we wanted? I wanted to see Tony in Crash, and I wanted to see Crash and Tony. I mean, you wanted to see, well. He I wanted to the... play Crash Bandicoot as Tony Hawk. You wanted you <laughs> wanted fucking Crash Bandicoot's Pro Skater One and Two. Yeah. <laughs> Let's take. A you look wanted at this. to see Crash Bandicoot doing a kickflip. Hell yeah, I did. You don't. You don't. Okay, I do. I really do. Yeah, I know you do. <laughs> Talk to me like that, you prick. Look at that. So we got shirts, decks, hats. We got some t-shirts and more decks. Cool. Um, I don't know. I don't know what to do with that, but I mean, it's really cool. It's part of a bigger update. They'll also bring the Birdman pack that is benefiting the Skate Park Project. Uh, this pack includes classic and additional boards from Birdhouse and Peralta, and a new TSP deck created specifically for the charity. Uh, this time, this limited time Create a Skater 10 deck bundle will be available for five bucks, that's it, and a hundred of the proceeds will go to the construction of public skate parks for youth. Wow. You know, just when you can't fucking, well, just when you think Tony Hawk can't get any more wholesome... He offers up a massive DLC for five bucks and then takes all that money and just gives it directly to charity. Yep, or build skate parks around the US with it. That's not it's not fair. It's not fair. Dude, Tony Hawk just is, is like one of the fucking most model role model celebrities out there. I don't think he's ever Straight actually up. had a scandal, has he? Never. I think, like, maybe his divorce, but that went really relatively clean, even. Yeah, it was a white people divorce, so it was fine. It was fine. <laughs> That's a white people. What? What the fuck I, is I say... What? Can I not say that? <laughs> I, think the o- I think the only scandal he's really had is, like, perhaps, like, at the very beginning when some people, some, uh, <sighs> some of his peers thought he, like, sold out with the game and stuff. Uh, yeah, that's... that's the only thing that people literally knocked him for was that like, they thought he was selling out, but he took all the fucking money that he made and invested it back into the sport, and then nobody could say shit. Yeah, but I mean that's no. Let, let, let's fucking face it. I mean, with that crowd, if you make any money, you're considered yeah. a sellout. Look at look at yeah. a Dogtown and the Z Boys when they made that like like kind of like drama menchui. Like, uh, they, yeah. the, all they did was accuse the original Z-Boys in Dogtown of selling out. Oh, you guys are fucking Hollywood now. You guys are fucking... Ho-. Like, no, dude. They just wanted to tell their fucking story that had been told incorrectly by numerous magazines and papers. But no, they're fucking sellouts. That's what I'm saying. Like, Tony... But, but, that's, but Tony took all of the money that he made. Not all of it, but most of it. And then invested it back into building skate parks and doing games and stuff like that. Making affordable shoes, affordable skateboards. Like, 
stuff like that and like um nobody really started nobody could knock him for it at, at some point and they still really can't now he's just a god to everybody he that man walks on fucking water in california it's crazy well yeah because everybody else decided to continue their you know low rent scumbag lifestyle that they had grown up knowing for 25 years. It depends now. on who, yeah, who you talk about. Because, like, I know Eric Costin, uh, he lives, like, in a really nice mansion in kind of California. He runs, like, a YouTube channel. I know, like, Chad Muska has a YouTube channel. He's another one that's, like, uber-rich. And, uh, yeah, but these are all, again, considered, quote-unquote, sellouts. Yeah, so it just depends on who you talk about, really. Like, Chris Cole, también, like, he, he, he lives in a really nice house. Like, I don't know. I don't know. But I'm glad. I'm glad that skateboarding made something for them, and they 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 did they turned around and put that same energy and support back into skateboarding and made like new tricks and new parks and games and stuff like that. Like all of them did. Like they all contributed something back into the sport, and I love it. Like it's cool. I I, yeah. I, re- I remember Tony Hawk's 900 yeah, was talked about. Yeah, the first one was talked about. Yeah, literally by every media outlet the only thing that had reached that far across media outlets i want to say was like the death of superman trial no i say the death of superman i want to say the oj trial (laughs) because you want to say the oj trial no because it was literally it stopped the world championship of basketball yeah they stopped it for oj yeah yeah you're right i remember that so dj DJ, what about you man You've you've been ultra quiet about this DJ, you're on a podcast. Yeah, yeah, I know. What was the question? Thanks for showing up, Basil. Well, you're welcome. I said, what other media event has shut down stuff like... I, I, I say that Tony Hawk's 900 was was one of the only events that reached across so many multiple medias. Mustard says it's the OJ trial. <laughs> what do you think? No, not the OJ trial, the OJ car chase. Oh, the car chase, okay true uh shoot i can't really think of one right now because honestly the 900 was pretty epic epic back then it was a world record it had like never been done yeah yeah and he did it recently too did you hear about that what do you mean he did it recently he recreated the 900 recently bro he he fucking he cranks those out all the time bro let, write that down, mustard. Write that down. We're gonna take a look at it in the post show. He did a he did a fucking McTwist with with milk in a glass and it didn't spill. <laughs> it was it's so fucking crazy to see because it looks fake. It looks fake, dude. But like it, it's not. It's it's straight up just him doing a fucking three sixty grab in midair with a fucking glass of milk and not spilling a single drop. I just I know it just. <laughs> It sounded, it sounded like a weird. It sounded like a weird food. He did a McTwist with milk, <laughs> <laughs> and it looks fake, <laughs> but it's not. God damn it! I wish you, you know what I'm talking. about. I know exactly what you're talking about. It just sounded so fake. It sounded so strange. Oh, like you're like God. he did a McTwist with milk, and I'm like sitting here like, what would a McTwist with, with milk look like? Of milk. <laughs> That sounds like a really fucking stupid skateboard trick, dude. <laughs> something from McDonald's. Something like something I drink. Yeah, you know, like my my mind went both places. Like a really stupid skateboard trick. 
Like, what do you call that? Like, somebody just stands their board on end and then just, like, spins it a little bit? What do you call oh, that? Bro, that's a, McTwist, that's a McTwist with a glass of milk right there, bro. That's yeah, bro. <laughs> and then on the other hand, I see, like, like in my other in my other hand, I see, like, Gordon Ramsay just yelling at somebody, preparing something on video. Like, I'm going to show you guys how to do a McTwist with milk. And he's like, no, you fucking donut. <laughs> <laughs> no, straight up, bro. We got to watch that video. It's It's great. Write it down. Okay. <sighs> Moving on, though. Tony Hawk is the best. That's all he, I gotta say. He really he's is. My, he really he's is. My, he's my dad, dude. Yeah. Yeah, and uh, honestly, fuck anybody who calls him a sellout. Um, yeah. I've never agreed with it, and I'm not gonna agree with it. Like, everybody else can, everybody else can get fucked. So, let's take a look at this. I'm trying to burp, but not burp into the mic. Yeah, oh, just do it. Nope. Capcom hit by Ragnar Locker ransomware. One terabyte. So yeah, yeah. One terabyte has been allegedly stolen. A terabyte of what, though? Okay, let's take a look. Here. Actually, can we cover? I'm gonna, I'm gonna send that link. Hold on, just go ahead, go ahead, keep going. Uh, Japanese game developer Capcom has suffered a ransomware attack where threat actors claim to have stolen one terabyte of sensitive data from their corporate networks in the U.S., Japan, and Canada. Not Canada. Capcom is well known for its iconic game franchises, including Street Fighter, Resident Evil, Devil May Cry, etc. Yesterday, Capcom announced that they had been hit with a cyber attack on November 2nd, 2020, that led to the halting of, proportion, of portions of their corporate network to prevent the spread. Uh, beginning in the mor early morning hours of November 2nd, some of Capcom Core uh, experienced issues that affected access to certain systems, including email and file servers. The company has confirmed that this was due to an unauthorized access carried out by a third party and that it has halted some of operations uh, internally as of November 2nd. Hmm. Wow. So, they, so since the attack, Capcom has been getting displayed notices on its site warning visitors that emails and document requests will not be answered due to the attack Im impacting the systems. And this is the notice. That's nuts, man. I know, right? What the fuck? Huh. So at the time, Capcom did not disclose the details of the cyber attack, but in a ransomware sample found by the security researcher, uh, that person, <laughs> we see that the Ragnar Locker ransomware gang attacked them. Are they supposed to be like Ragnar Lothbrok? Is that what they're supposed to be? I have no idea. So here's the ransom note. Uh, DJ, go ahead, man. Eh? <clears throat> we have breached <laughs> your security perimeter and gained access to every server of company network in different offices located in Japan, US, and Canada. So, we has downloaded more than one terabyte total volume of your private sensitive data, including Accounting files, bank statements, budget, revenue files, classified as confidential tax documents. 
sexual fantasies and little white lies. Oh, Jesus Christ. Not that again. Wow. Yes, that's again. Mustard, mustard, delete your account. Delete your account. <laughs> Cleared history. I need to clear the old browser history. No, 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 no. Intellectual properties and proprietary business information. Client and employee personal information, such as passports and visas. Incident act. Corporate agreements and contracts. Non-disclosure agreements. Confidential agreements. Sales summaries. Also, we have your (laughs) private corporate correspondence. Emails and messenger conversations, marketing presentations, audit reports, and a lot of other sensitive information we will have. We got sensitive information. Yeah, dude. Look at the. I like how. I like how after everything, it's also. <laughs> if no. If no deal. If no deal made, then all your data will be published and or sold through an auction to any third parties. Well, good luck with that one. That's illegal. Thank you, <laughs> Thank you DJ. Uh... So, yeah, they provided screenshots. And I guess they aren't trying to be like Ragnar Lostbrok, but... Wow. Uh, we don't know if he was real. <laughs> yeah, look at this. Holy shit. So what wow. do you do? What do you do, bro? Oh, man. So they are asking $11 million in bitcoins for the decryptor and to not have their shit sold. I... I don't know. If there's nothing really, you know, compromising in here, I just oh, I just let them have they it. Should, they should just pull a Reagan. Yeah, like I'd like 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 release all the inf- like pull a who who was that actor who was that actor who had their 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 nudes leaked and she leaked them before they could threaten her. I'm not sure who it was. I'm not sure, but but that's that's a power move. And I think but they should just, do that. Yeah, you should just pull Reagan and be like, uh, we do not negotiate with terrorists. Yeah. And don't get me wrong. Like, I, we have our issues with Capcom. They are one of the dirtiest players and one of the, you know, most bad faith investors when it comes to uh, the gaming industry and gaming community. <laughs> they're, not the, they're not the most squeaky clean uh, game developer. <laughs> they're not. They're not. They're, 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 they're kind of pieces of shit. I mean, even when people yeah, invest are. in their own fucking company, they come after them legally. Like, it's bullshit. Yeah. But yeah. Um, I like... I, I, I stand by my statement, dude. I I, I do like that one actor, dude. And I, I wish I could remember who she was. Like, they threatened her. And she was like, fuck you. Release my news all by myself. What do you got on me now? Like, I would just put it out know, there. I don't know who it was. I don't know who you're talking about. But you know, you know, like, you know who I'm talking about. Like, we can't remember the name. Well, when, like, yeah, because, like, there was that thing that happened with, like, hundreds of celebrities. Yeah. Yeah, no, but there was one later on. But either way, that's what I would do. That's what I would do. I just release it all and be like, if there's nothing sensitive in here, like like account numbers that can be stolen, or even even then, 
Well, have, that's what it is. That's literally what it is. That's all of what it is. They have they have people's bank accounts, bank statements. They said they have somebody's fucking passport information. Even like, then, all that all, shit can be changed. Yeah, but it's not that easy. <laughs> uh, no, it's not that easy. I mean, well, it's it's it's, it's a difficult task. But what can it, you do as a company though? Like literally, just say fuck you. Well, I mean, you can report them. You can take them to like, um, uh, not NATO. Oh shit! Someone's getting raided again. Just get fucking FBI. <laughs> uh, there's there's a couple of things you can do, but in the end, like, I don't know, man. I don't know, DJ. What would you do as a company? Hmm. That's a good question. I mean, I guess this is one of those. No, fuck you. Release what release what you want. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I'm kind of, I'm kind of on this. I'm, I'm, I'm on that boat. You know what I mean? I'm like, fuck you. You're not gonna, you're not gonna bully me. You're not gonna blackmail me. Fuck you. Right. You know, so, and, and devote all your resources. Well, maybe not all, but like, d- d- devote your resources on finding who the fucking bastards are. Yeah, because all of this can be traced, especially they're asking for bitcoins, because bitcoins. A lot of people have this really, really stupid misconception that bitcoins are untraceable. They're not. They they can be easily traced. So I don't know. Like half of me is like, pay the money, then sick, you know, Interpol Back. on them. Yeah, you know. Mustard, why are you sitting next to your air conditioner? What? I'm not sitting next to my air conditioner. You got a lot of background noise now. <clears throat> Either way, I, I I guess I would pay the money and give the give the account to Interpol and just let Interpol go after him. Yeah. Anyway. Moving on from that, because honestly, that sucks for them, but Man, that's a dead subject. Should we, we take ha- a look at the one that I sent real quick before we Oh, move on? right, right, right. That was a video game one. Same thing. Yeah, sorry. Sorry, completely forgot. In fact, here, I'm going to give this back a life. Hold on. There you go. So we can continue this, uh, <laughs> this one. So the source code for hacking uh, a game... What? Oh, for... God damn it. The source code for Watchdog Legions has been seemingly hacked. Yeah. This is a really terrible title. It is. It really, really is. That is a really bad title. The source code for hacking game Watchdog's Legion has seemingly been hacked. Ugh. Were they going for a pun? I guess. That was terrible. That was... I guess. It's just bad. That's just bad. Yeah, who is this guy? Uh, I don't know. Probably another fucking Destiny <laughs> kid. Moving on! <clears throat> a game all about hacking has seen its source code seemingly hacked in real-world event that surely makes it one of the more ironic stories of 2020. As reported by Zenet, a ransomware gang by the name of uh, Egregor. What is with these Viking names? I don't get this. Do you get this? Is this a thing? I have no idea. In October 2020, claimed to have obtained access to the internal... Wait, 
Hold on. Isn't this an old story? Didn't we already cover this that, that the source code was leaked and we were like, you can't do shit with it? Wait. Really? Did we? Yeah, I, we did. I knew, it was, I knew we, we talked about it for a game. I didn't think it was Watch Dogs. Uh, I didn't think it was Watch Dogs, though. Yeah, I don't remember it being Watch Dogs either. Well, either way, it's the same concept that stands. Watch Dogs has been hit, apparently, in October. Um, <clears throat> the group of Grigger appears to have possession of the source code. Uh, size of around 560 gigs. But once again... We go back to this very simple concept that it doesn't matter if you have the source code. If you don't have everything else that makes it run, you don't really have shit. And now that Mustard's deeper into the computing, he can tell you the same. I mean, <clears throat> the source code is just a bunch of lines of text. Yeah, and here they're trying to play up the fear, saying that DSL Gaming knows that this could lead to enabling mods and cracking the game's anti-piracy measures. I got bad news. You don't need the source code for that. No, you don't. <laughs> you just need to upload a file. <laughs> that's, that's it. That's it. So, uh, so it's unclear how a Gregor has gained access to these networks, but groups like this tend to steal data, encrypt it, and hold it ransom. Uh, for an exorbitant fee to prevent them from leaking the files. Both Ubisoft and Crytek have yet to announce anything publicly, possibly hinting that these intrusion, intrusions have not impacted any consumer-facing aspects. Um, yeah, so it has, like, no... Uh, yeah, so there's nothing that can no be done with it. Gamers. Yeah. All right. I mean, it is kind of a single-player game, too. It's kind of funny. Yeah. So let's... But this has been... <laughs> Yeah, it's 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 gaming been happening. It's been happening for as long as we've had gaming. Like we see, yeah. Well, we see we see any game, then we see a, a bad knockoff copy of it. You know what I mean? Like a month later, or like like a bad a bad mobile version of it. You know, like we did with uh, uh, Rainbow Six. Huh? I don't know why you say that was a bad mobile game. It was the best mobile game in the world. Well, no, what I'm talking about is like we, we see codes leak and then we see a, a bad knockoff version of that game. Yeah. So, yeah, that sucks, but Capcom has been hit. And now we see Watch Dogs Legion, which again, I'm not really like, oh no. <laughs> you know? Yeah. So let's move on from that officially. And this is some bullshit. This is a story that we've been covering since it broke. Johnny Depp has been asked to step down from Fantastic Beasts after his libel lawsuit was denied in the UK courts. He'll no longer be portraying the wizard uh, Gellert Grindenwald in the Fantastic, the Fantastic Beasts franchise. The actor took to social media to announce this exit and said that Warner Brothers forced him to resign, or rather asked him, I say forced, thus he quit the role and stepped down. Uh, this happened soon after the actor lost a defamation lawsuit against the UK tabloid The Sun for calling him a wife beater. And this goes back to all the way what's been happening with Amber Heard. And we stand with Johnny. 
Like, Amber Heard can say whatever the fuck she wants, but there's evidence. You know, like, he's the one that has the evidence. Like, uh, we, he has witnesses, he has all his friends saying that she did beat his ass. So, we stand with Johnny. And here's the no- the white took that, took all that. Uh, I don't, I don't really know, brother. Like, truth be told, I, I, I want to say, you know, maybe he was hoping for change and stuff like that, but, you know, sometimes change does not come. So this nope. is a note uh, released November 6th. Mustard, please. In light of recent events, I would like to make the following short statement. Firstly, I'd like to thank everybody who has gifted me with their support and loyalty. I have been humbled and moved by your many messages of love and concern, particularly over the last few days. Secondly, I wish to let you know that I have been asked to resign by Warner Brothers from my role as Grindelwald in Fantastic Beasts, and I have respected and agreed to that request. Finally, I wish to say this. The surreal judgment of the court in the UK will not change my fight to tell the truth, and I confirm that I plan to appeal. My resolve remains strong, and I intend to prove that the allegations against me are false. My life and career will not be defined by this moment in time. Thank you for reading. This is fucking bullshit. This is the second role this bullshit has costed him. The first one being Captain Jack Sparrow. Yeah, man, I tell you. Amber Heard, man. And it's not like she has... You know, she's working for DC. Like, I would understand this more if she was working for, for Marvel and Disney. But she's working for DC. She doesn't even have, like, DC lawyers or DC money. Like, this is all just bullshit, man. Like, it's fucking bullshit. And I hope he goes to no, court. No, but she, she still has all of her roles, though. Like, she hasn't been asked to step down from any of them. Any of them? None. Any Not even them. fucking Aquaman. No, any of them. Of course not. Wow, it's driving me to drink. She's a woman. That's not fair to say. Yeah, no, probably not, but... I don't know what's going on. I mean, in our, but you know, in our society, you know, we tend to go with the. Uh, we tend to believe the, the supposed victim. Yeah, that's that's yeah, that's exactly. You know, like you know, like divorce law. You know, like like in divorce. You know. Yeah. However, we've already seen that he has. He has evidence. He has videos. He has messages of her admitting beating him. Like, how the fuck did he lose this case? And this this judge. However, has been since then has been under fucking fire because of this. Like, like the the maybe judge is being bribed. Looked at. I don't know. And maybe he got bribed or something. Maybe, but like that guy's his job is on the line. So we said goodbye to Sean Connery very recently. So now George Lucas, Daniel Craig, and Harrison Ford all mourn in their own separate ways. Uh, um, so let's see here. Harrison Ford, who starred opposite Sean Connery in Indy Jones, uh, has released a statement paying tribute to the actor. He was my father, not in life, but in Indy. 
<laughs> says Ford. Um, you don't know pleasure until someone pays you to take Sean Connery for a ride in the sidecar of a Russian motorcycle bouncing along a bumpy, twisty mountain trail and getting to watch him squirm. God, we had fun. If he's in heaven, I hope they have golf courses. Rest in peace, dear friend. That was from Harrison Ford. <laughs> wow. I can't imagine how much fun that was. Right? Just, I, like, yeah. like I'm imagining, like, I have to play this scrappy upstart asshole to Sean Connery's wise and weathered wisdom. <laughs> it's got to be yeah. a lot of fun, man. So, um, Daniel Craig has also released this. It is with such great sadness that I heard of passing on one of the true greats of cinema. Uh, how infinitely sad to hear the news. Well, yeah. Uh, so, that was from Daniel Craig. It is such a sadness that I heard more of the passing of one of the true greats of cinema. Roger Moore's family uh, said how infinitely sad to hear the news of Sean Connery passing away. He and Roger were friends for many decades, and Roger always maintained Sean was the best James Bond ever. And he was. He was. Uh, Pierce Brosnan, former Bond, says, Sir Sean Connery, you were my greatest James Bond as a boy. And as a man who became James Bond himself, you cast a long shadow of cinema splendor that will live on forever. You led the way for us who followed in your iconic footsteps. Well said. said. Well said. George Lucas, who of course directed Connery and Indy, said, Sir Sean Connery, through his talent and drive, left an indelible mark in cinematic history. His audience spanned generations, each with the favorite roles he played. He will always hold a special place in my heart as Indy's dad. With an air of intelligent authority and sly sense of comedic mischief, only someone like Sean Connery could render Indiana Jones immediately into boyish regret or relief through a stern fatherly chiding or rejoiceful hug. I'm thankful for having had the good fortune to have known and worked with him. My thoughts are with his family. Wow. That's awesome. And there's a lot of people that this is going through, but we'll end with Nick Cage. Mustard? Uh, can you take it from me, please? Are you eating during a fucking podcast, really? <laughs> yeah. Thanks, bro. I'm According to Nicholas Cage, I was happiest when I was working with him. His wisdom, humbleness, and extreme honesty has guided me ever since I met him. He was my friend and greatest teacher in cinema, the first movie star to lead the way in, com in combining drama, action, adventure, and comedy. He did it all effortlessly and with dignity. Maestro, you will be missed. Onwards yeah, goes Alec Baldwin. Go, go finish your food, then come back to the show. Hey, you know what? Sam Neill, huge I'm not sitting here fucking chewing on the mic and being rude about it, okay? I've been muting and shit. Come on, man. No. Robert Carlyle, uh, Ron Perlman, Ron Perlman damn. Kevin, Smith Kevin Smith, and Edgar Wright. Wow. Like and that. Edgar Wright, I hold in very high regards. Of course, Schwarzenegger chimed in. <laughs> so, really heartwarming goodbye. And you once think again, Sean Connery knew how to party? Dude, of course he did. Oh, dude. Okay. <laughs> 
He inhaled alcohol. <laughs> it just it just atomized in front of him, and he just breathed it in. So this is something. This is something that's been a point of controversy for a long time, and I don't think he's ever actually addressed it. Has he, DJ? Uh, I don't think so. I don't think he has. This is a movie that's over like twenty years old, right? Oh, I'm sorry. You done with your food? You bet. You're back on no, the show. I'm not. Okay, then go I'm back not, to finishing but... your food. Uh, Wesley Snipes denies Patton Oswalt's claims of bad behavior during the making of Blade Trinity. I don't think he's ever really addressed this. Like, I'm trying to think, like, of all the weird things that have come out about this movie, but I don't think it's ever been him personally addressing it. DJ, what about you? Uh, I don't think so either. I mean, wasn't it the time where he was dealing with that tax thing? It was around that time, yeah. Yeah, that's probably like, why. Yeah. So let's see here. Wesley Snipes has strongly denied that his Blade Trinity co-star Patton Oswalt's past allegations at the Star War, the Star was violent toward the director and behaved badly overall while making the 2004 comic movie. Snipes deemed Oswalt's allegations to be racially insensitive microaggressions in a new interview in the Guardian. God damn it. Oswald made waves back in 2012 when he alleged that Snipes was fucking crazy in a hilarious wave while making Blade. Oswald alleged Snipes tried to strangle the director, David Goyer. Uh, he also said that the star and director's relationship was so bad that Snipes would only communicate via post-it notes uh, signed from Blade, stating characters throughout the shoot and would only leave his trailer to film his close-ups. Yeah, this is all stuff we've heard. Like, this is all stuff we've heard, and once again... I, I've always been on the fence. You know what I mean? Yeah, I mean, same here. I mean, I heard, but a lot of this seems very exaggerated. Like, really, really exaggerated, right? Like, it's not just me? No, no. I mean, I thought the same thing, too. Like, this seems almost fantastical. Um, Snipe says I mean, that the strangling incident never happened. Uh, Snipe says, let me tell you one thing. If I had tried to strangle David Goyer, you probably wouldn't be talking to me right now. A black guy with muscles strangling the director of a movie is going to jail. I guarantee you. You know what? I agree with that completely. Yeah, no. And not to mention, uh, Snipes is a martial artist. He'll, he know, he will know how to take you out. He if is. he really wanted to. Yeah. Uh, um... Uh, yeah, and, and that's another thing is that him and him and Oswald only worked together for a couple of scenes in the movie completely, which means that Oswald wouldn't have been around during the filming of the other been around during the filming of everything else. So he was around Ryan Reynolds, and he was around uh, I forgot her name, Jessica Alba, right? I think so. Hey, man, it's been so long. He was around her much longer, and so uh, this is this is again just casting doubt into how much you know this really happened and how much he really saw. Oh, I'm sorry, Jessica Beale. Jessica Beale. Uh, Snipes says he can barely remember working with Oswald and finds it fascinating that his statement alone was enough to make people go, yeah, you know, Snipes has got a problem. He elaborated on why people believe so much of Oswald, Oswald's assertions at face values while he was 
while he has to defend himself. This is part of the challenges that we as African Americans face here in America, these microaggressions. The presumption that one white guy can make a statement and that a statement stands is true. Why would people believe this version is true? Because they are predisposed to believing that a black guy is always a problem. Um, this isn't the first time this Snipes has addressed... Okay, so this isn't the first time. It has addressed Oswald's allegations. Back in 2018, Snipes told Vice that he refuted Oswald's claim and that he stayed in his trailer while their, the whole shoot... That he Oh, claimed that he stayed in his trailer the whole shoot, but explained that the post-it note exchanges may have happened due to tech communication challenges on the island where they were filming. Hmm. I don't remember, mm. I don't, I don't, I don't, I don't remember really hearing about Blade, about, uh, not Blade, about, uh, um, Wesley Snipes being an asshole in any of the shoots. Can you, DJ? Can you, DJ? Uh, no. Um, like I said, I mean, I, I mean, I, <laughs> I mean, I can believe that they had, like, serious problems, but, uh, you yeah, know, like, maybe the two just, yeah, like, maybe these two just didn't like each other or whatever, but. I'm sorry. Like when I heard the real allegations, I was just looking. I was listening to this, and I'm like, "Wait a minute, no, nah, this this seems like blown way out of proportion." I think this guy is just trying to, uh, you know, make himself come out as the freaking baby face here. It's like, oh, you know, it's like uh, I try to do everything right. You know, he, he's the problem. You know, and it's like because the thing is, when you hear those allegations, it's like if this was the case, there's no way this movie probably would have been finished. Yeah, because, I mean, I'm trying really, really hard to think of another time. Because you and I keep track of shit like this. Like, this is one of our little hobbies. We keep track of who's difficult to work with. I don't think I've ever heard anybody say that Wesley Snipes was difficult to work with. I don't know. I mean, the only real complaint I ever heard had when it came to Wesley Snipes was that... uh the thing is, is that directors have to tell, because uh, like, because like Wesley Snipes always seems. Some people complain, like you know, his martial arts seems always a bit seems like seems like a bit clunky and slow. But uh, what most people don't realize is that directors have to tell Wesley Snipes, like, dude, you have to slow down. You're too fast for the camera. Yeah, yeah. Like that's like the main thing I always hear about Wesley Snipes, because no, like, no, because like people don't understand, like, no, he is a legitimate martial artist and he is good. But he has to slow down because he's literally too fast for the cameras to keep up. That's why his martial arts always seems like a bit slow because he literally has to slow down for him. Yeah, I mean, like, it, 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 he faced the same problem Jackie Chan faces that Bruce Lee faced and that uh, Jet Lee faced uh, during the during the filmings of the '90s and the early 2000s. Uh, was yeah. that they moved too fast for a, for a standard cranked camera. So that clunkiness mm-hmm. comes off very, very uh, mighty more from Power Rangers for a reason. And you're completely right. Yeah, that's the reason for it. Um, yeah. So here, here he's saying that the, him and David Oyer, uh, Goyer still talk. Uh, he's praising the guy, saying he's a great talent, great future, great person. Um, so he says, no, he was not in character the whole time. Um, 
Did you stay in his trailer the whole time? He says, no. Uh, did he say that with the post-it notes that may have happened, I wouldn't say it was frequently because our whole crew was banished to another side of the island during production. The only way we could sometimes get messages since we didn't have the radio was to get there by courier pigeon. So he's cracking jokes here. That doesn't sound like somebody who's holding on to a lot of bad blood in this. Yeah. So, I don't know, man. Still, my blade... I still think they should bring him back. That would be awesome. He looks he looks great for his age. I he think he's he still he looks off. Incredible, dude. What the fuck? He looks better than I did when I was nineteen. <laughs> so we have more problems with the Batman. God damn it. Okay. Probably, I just never wanted to get your movie, man. Good. Don't mind. Okay, so so the Batman, the new UK coronavirus lockdown won't halt filming. Oh, wow. So while the movie has had a turbulent filming schedule this year due to the virus, it seems that the Bat has evaded the latest lockdown. I wonder how they did that. As reported by... Jesus Christ. You want to read that source, DJ? As reported by Batman News... <laughs> Owned by Wingcourt. <laughs> oh my gosh. What do you even say to that? Oh my god. A Wingcourt publication? <laughs> oh. What do you even say to that? Yo, yo Mustard, you still with us? He's still eating. Yeah, I'm here. No, I'm not. Uh, Just don't know if I'm allowed to speak again. Are you done eating? Yeah. Then you're allowed to speak again. Oh God, dude, how how fucked up would that be? Literally, how fucked up would that be? Imagine you wake up in Gotham City, you turn on the TV, and all of a sudden on Channel Three it's Batman news, and then right at the end of it it says a Wayne Corporation. <laughs> That's not suspicious at all. <laughs> I can't do it. <laughs> that is terrible. That, that oh, I, I got nothing. I, mean, I, I, got, I got nothing. Just well, come on. What would what would really be going through your head? Like mustard. Come on. I don't what know why would... you're having such a. I don't know why you're having such a hard time. Because it's you know, fucking hilarious. Rationalizing that Batman has a fucking Twitter account. Okay. Oh God. <laughs> Just. <laughs> Read everything like the one guy. Big up you guys today, criminal. <laughs> <laughs> the United Kingdom is going under lockdown. November fifth to December second. <laughs> Batman unaffected. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, he literally is, though. <laughs> well, you heard the you heard the man dressed like a flying rat. Lockdown. I can't. I can't do it. Yeah, Batman and kick coronavirus ass, bro. <laughs> I am Corona proof. Batman. Heart emoji. <laughs> Honestly, if it was Adam West Batman, yeah, he would be. Because he'd have a bat spray something. Yes, corona he would. Anti something. Yeah. 
Yo, bat spray, bat mask, yo, bat drink, bat corona softener. <laughs> talking about the Adam West one, or are we yeah. talking about the fucking yeah. uh, the, yeah, Adam the, West. What, the Michael Keaton one? No, no, Adam no, no, no. My Michael Keaton was still, you know, so pretty grounded. No, Adam West, no, he he would have <sighs> there, there'd be no problems with, with Adam West. You know, Adam West had a solution for everything, literally everything. Look, you've been Most- coughed on, Batman. Don't worry, I have bat antibodies. Yeah, what? it works. <laughs> what? I, I, yeah, no. <laughs> You see, I remember that was I, the I, voice I, I, of that was the voice of every villain in the near vicinity. <laughs> what fucking huh? <laughs> I said, I said, I said before, I'll say it again. Adam West is the most powerful Batman ever. Uh, yeah, he's got like it's not fair. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, no. <laughs> okay, so it's this is Batman hand sanitizer, or I like to call it batitizer. Oh, dude! Remember, I told I told you about that video I watched. It's like, you know, it's like, don't worry. It's like, you know, radioactive like sludge. Like, don't worry. I spray. I spray this with bat anti antitope uh, isotope spray or some some, some crap. Something like, yeah, like that. Yeah, so yeah, Completely radiation proof. And you have a problem with that? Not at all. I love it. <laughs> I flip shit. I'd flip shit. You're gonna, you're gonna pick a fight with a guy that has anti radiation spray, bro. Yeah, no, that, but that was it. That was the scene. They were being lowered into radioactive sludge, and and Adam West Batman goes, "Don't worry, I sprayed us with an anti radiation isotope. We're completely, we're completely fine. We're immune yep. to radiation." So they get lowered into the sludge and they're brought back up and they're fine. And everybody's like, "What?" <laughs> Right? Even their suits weren't affected. I love yeah. it. I love it. You fools. Yeah. <laughs> you fools. You it, that's supposed to be acidity. What 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 the what? I'm fucking Adam West. <laughs> I give up. Take West. me to jail. It's not worth he it. Swings off the chain and fucking starts beating ass. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> no, actually, no, you're right. Yeah, you're right. You're Hell completely yeah. right. That's sick. I'll I, tell I you, dude, it. if I was a criminal, I'd just be like, dude, just take me to jail for the sake of my sanity. I just, I just hear two, just hear two guns. No, I, I, I I would tell Batman to beat the shit out of me so I could claim disability. Oh my god, like that one video I sent you. Yeah, and then I, then I'd start like a Batman support group. I got, you know what? their asses. We're gonna by Batman. We're gonna watch that video in the post show. Oh god, because that's a hilarious fucking video. There but right. I still stand by the question, do you think Batman would kick your ass for smoking weed? No. Well, wait, which Batman? DJ? Okay, which Batman? Uh, let's run Let's run through him. Uh, what about Clooney? Uh, <laughs> George Clooney? Mm, probably. You think so? Yeah, because his dialogue was so terrible. They fit so many fight scenes so he wouldn't talk. <laughs> Okay, what about uh, Keaton? Definitely. Mm. Definitely. That man chose violence at dawn. All right. <laughs> Fuck, I don't even know that. <laughs> I guess I'm in my ass kicked by Batman, bro. <laughs> West would talk to you like a, like a, you know, like a, an after school special. Yeah, and he would give you a stern talking to. Uh, yeah. I like that Batman the best. And so yeah. would Christian Bale. 
Like, if you saw, like, you were just a fat guy smoking weed in an alley, he'd just, like, take it from you and be like, make better life choices, and then just fuck off. And you're just like, okay, okay. You're like, no. Make better life. <laughs> what are you, what are you doing? <laughs> I don't you think... Just, what? <laughs> are you trying to sass like, Batman? Fucking bat suit in the middle of the fucking night telling me to make better life. <laughs> Bitch, I'm the... <laughs> <laughs> I'm the weed smoker. You got nothing on me. So you beat up mentally ill people. I fucking smoke weed in an alley, bro. Oh, I'm fucking up. I'm fucking up. <laughs> just, just imagine, and then just like right at that point, he just like like zip lines back down. What did you say? I said I'm walking away. God damn it! All right. <laughs> I said I'm going to church. <laughs> Very angrily. (laughs) (laughs) What did you say? I said I'm going to go to the library. God damn it. (laughs) Read a goddamn book. Yeah, that's DJ's cover. Everything said like really angrily. According to the library to read a fucking book. That just like stomps away. (laughs) And you like under your breath book about weed. What? Wait. <laughs> <laughs> Alright, so all right, all right. Mustard's getting his ass kicked by all the Batmans for sassing I'm gonna, get, I'm gonna get my ass kicked by Batman, bro. <laughs> but, but it's fine, because like I said, I can just claim disability. Oh, yeah? You can't, I can't work if he breaks my fucking coccyx in six places. You know? <laughs> uh, can't feel them? Nope. Can't feel nothing. <laughs> oh, God. So apparently... <laughs> remember the video now? Yeah. Uh, so, anyways, apparently they're in a bubble, which is a UK practice, and that's how they got away with this. So, good for them. Coming back to reality. I can't do it. Hey, hold on. I got to take a breath here. I could just. <laughs> just your dumbass trying to sass Batman. Just <laughs> trying to be reasonable with Batman. Be like, bro, you're... look at yourself. Look at yourself. <laughs> I could just hear him, like slapping you like really slightly just to make you cry a little God, bit. Fuck, fuck. <laughs> Damn it. Just putting it out. What did you say? <sighs> Your parents are dead, you know. <laughs> <laughs> Stop being fucking slaps me. <laughs> That's when you run. <laughs> I'll tell you, dude. It's like I have one rule, and it's you know, and then that's you. That's when you like wake up, like, like the song one from Metallica. <laughs> I guess you spend Christmas beating up mentally ill people too, because you don't have fucking parents, Batman, huh? Huh? <laughs> oh no, <laughs> your parents are dead. You <laughs> parents are dead, you know. Sounds like the Joker got to him. <laughs> oh God, yeah. <laughs> Okay, and then so, I'd be Batman's first homicide. I think so. I think that would push him. Uh, he's too far gone, Alfred. I gotta put him down. <laughs> <laughs> the system would save this poor bastard. <laughs> All right, we gotta we gotta get off this Batman thing. We gotta go. All right, so Jordan Peele is is producing a remake of Wes Craven's The People Under the Stairs. I didn't ask for this. What about you guys? That movie was not good. I'm sorry. I liked it. It was okay, but it was like a. It was like a. Um, it reminded me of a, of a. 
of a Lovecraft, a little bit, yeah, type of, type of deal, you know. And uh, I don't like that. I don't know. I I didn't ask for okay. this. I don't really want this. What about you guys? But I guess I'm excited because it's Jordan Peele. So yeah, DJ. Yeah, it's one of those. Why? <laughs> I mean, the people on the stairs. Yeah, I mean it's a cult classic, but it's like it's literally one of those. Okay, you know that happened. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> Now back to our scheduled programming <laughs> <laughs> of, of Batman punching mental people. Yeah, just just yeah. just like walking by an alley and watching Batman beat the fuck out of mustard. Well, that happened. Oh god, I can't call the cops. <laughs> what are they gonna do? <laughs> they encourage Batman. They'd arrest me for calling the cops. <laughs> yeah, they'd, they'd arrest you for smoking weed and interfering with Batman's work. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> right. All right, come on, get in the car. That's what you get for hurting and bruising Batman's fists with your face. You made me fucking do paperwork. You're going in. <laughs> okay, so moving on from that, because nobody asked for it. HBO's Hellraiser series, Clive Barker, now is joining on as an executive producer. Is this Constantine? Clive Barker's... Wait, what? Is this is this about Constantine or is this something else? I don't think so. Oh yeah, Clive Barker's Hellraiser. Oh, it's Hellraiser. Hell is literally, what is literally say Hellraiser? Well, what the fuck is that? What is what is the Constantine one, DJ? Um, what is Constantine's Hell comic? No. Hold on, hold on, folks. I gotta I gotta know this because I know it's I know it's literally. That close. Um, Hellblazer. Hellblazer. So, literally. Yeah, there you go. So, I don't know how you got that. So, we'll uh, Hellblazer, Hellblazer. It's the same, whatever. It's the same Hellblazer. fucking. Helldazer. Helltaser. <laughs> you get tased and you sing like one of the guys from Slipknot. Anyways. Um, yep. Announced last April, it's been in development since 2012, HBO is developing a series on a TV series based on Hellraiser, uh, which has David Gordon Green attached to direct early episodes. But the news has come in per deadline that the the man himself, Clive Barker, has joined the series as an executive producer. Barker's novella, The Hellbound Heart, that was the basis for the movie Hellraiser in 1987, uh, which he wrote and directed, Nine more Hellraiser movies followed. I don't think anybody asked for those either. Uh, definitely fucking not. Yeah. So they're making another TV series, huh? Yeah. I'm oh, sorry, another horror TV series. Yeah. Interesting. Um, yeah. Barker was involved with the film adaptation of the Books of Blood based on his short story for Hulu and is currently working on a Nightbreed series, which was another novella, and, um, and that's for sci-fi. How the fuck are they gonna get away with that on sci-fi? Nightbreed? Oh Nightbreed. Man, I haven't seen that in years. You showed that to me, Dead Man. Yeah, yeah, it's a terrible movie. Yeah, it's so weird. I mean it had potential, but it was one of those Man, this should have been a series and needs more work. Yeah, it's it's literally one of those when that happened. (laughs) Yeah. 
Uh, Hellraiser will feature Green directing the pilot, several more episodes, uh, which will be scripted by Mark Vernhein from Battlestar Galactica and Daredevil, and Michael Doherty from Trick or Treat, which was an awesome fucking movie. Uh, the series will remain centered on the Cenobites and Pinhead. The Cenobites, as the site reminds us, come from hell to harvest human souls and keep the balance between good and evil. Which I always got, which, which, is, which is the truth, but I never got why they started becoming bad guys in the series. Uh, I don't know, people just want villains, I guess. It was the stupid. thing is that I could be interested in this show if it's like a different story every episode. Like, you know, seeing how the box is like passed from owner to owner. And oh, how they react cool. to all oh, this craziness. Huh? But no, it's boring as fuck. Probably. It is. Yeah, it'll probably, it'll probably be, boring, be boring as fuck. Because I wouldn't mind like... You know, like more, uh, like more lore behind the box itself, and like and how all these owners, you know, dealt with it. That would be cool. Seeing seeing you travel through history, exactly. You know, that would be cool. I like that concept. You know, like that. If it was something like that, I probably would watch the Hellraiser series, but uh, it probably won't be that. No. Moving on, though, we today, as of recording this. Have lost one of Mustard's heroes, Alex Trebek. My heroes? What? That guy was an asshole. Way to kill the joke. Uh, he is dead at 80 after a battle with pancreatic cancer. Um, I just wanted to be one of the first ones to break this. <laughs> um, he's hosted the show since 1984 and refused to retire. Uh, he died in his home uh, today when we're recording this on Sunday, surrounded by his loved ones. Uh, Jeopardy sent to hear that Trebek passed away peacefully at his home early this morning, surrounded by family and his friends. He was battling stage four pancreatic cancer, the same thing that killed Steve Jobs. Um, well, that sucks. Yeah, he has kind of had a, a, a sordid history. Mustard, do you want to talk a little bit more about that? Well, <clears throat> it's just mainly I don't like how he treats the guests on the show a lot of the time. That guy just he talks down to people a lot. Um, I think he's had a few like sexual harassment scandals. Yeah. Uh, like yeah, the guy's just a piece of shit, dude. Alex Trebek, he was. I don't like that guy. Yeah. So. That really sucks. Um, he filled our daytime <clears throat> spots when we stayed home from school when we were kids, yeah. right, DJ? Pretty much. So that sucks. Any loss of life is tragic. Goodbye, Alex. So long and good night. Yep. We also lost this week James Randy, one of my heroes. Uh, he oh, was, yeah. Another one I thought I would live forever. Yeah, yeah, and one of, one of DJ's heroes, apparently, I didn't know. Uh, James Randi was a magician and an escape artist who was devoted to debunking the paranormal. He died at 92 in his home, surrounded by, uh, with his husband. Um, so, this really sucks. 2020 has been a terrible fucking that year. That suck. Uh, James Randi, he was an escape <clears throat> musician. <clears throat> he debunked everything from spoon bending to water dowsing, spirit channeling, faith healing. He has died on October 20th officially in his home in Plantation, Florida, where he was 92 years old. Now, this guy was responsible for some of my 
favorite, favorite, favorite things to ever become a skeptic in the way that I am now, in the way I believe things, in the way I want proof for things, James Randi was the one that helped me uh, form that. What about you, DJ? I didn't, I, I didn't know you were such a fan. I like his, uh, music, music, uh, you know, magician's work and stuff like that. His escape artist stuff. Really incredible stuff, right? Stuff that even yeah, I mean, fucking Houdini would be like, I don't know how he did that. <laughs> yeah, no, exactly. You know, that's what I focused on. I mean, you know, he, he, was, he was a real master for craft. I think he innovated a few stuff, too. Like A lot, yeah. Stuff, stuff that you people uh, use to this day. Yeah. He wrote a bunch of stuff. He was a developer of all this stuff. Um, he also founded the Committee for Scientific Investigation of Claims of the Paranormal. He offered payouts... Uh, at the time he died, of a million dollars to anyone that could demonstrate supernatural or paranormal, a paranormal phenomena or powers under mutually agreed scientifically controlled conditions. I choked on that word. Scientifically controlled conditions. He never paid a single cent. And that was up until the day he died. <clears throat> he's even I mean, the one under your conditions you can pretty much bend them to whatever you want so you don't have to pay a single cent just saying no no they were all sterile conditions dj can attest to that well i don't know we weren't there no we dj didn't read the conditions ourselves dj come on yeah like i said i, I didn't really focus on that like i said i just focus on the magician yeah, stuff so i don't know <clears throat> man like that's what i'm saying you can really bend your if you're if they're on your terms like you, you can pretty much bend them to whatever the fuck you want well, one of the big things he was known for was he uh, dethroned Peter Popoff. Peter Popoff was one of those guys that, um, um, he was a faith healer back in the 80s. You know, he was one of those guys that, oh, I'm feeling a name over here. Is your name, you know, Randall Cunningham? <laughs> yes, it is. <laughs> he was the one, uh, James Randy was the one that was hiding in his crowd with a radio receiver. Searching through frequencies. And he finally found the frequency that Peter Popoff and his wife were communicating backstage with prayer cards and people's names on them and where they were going to sit. And Popoff would pray on these people and, and pretend to heal them and pretend to give them, you know, otherworldly knowledge. And they would pay, uh, they would pay to him for his knowledge. So he busted Peter Popoff and several other people. Nice. Um, but it does suck. In the end, though, he was a wonderful magician and a wonderful debater, highly intelligent man, and the world is a little bit darker for that. Goodbye, James Randi. So long, and good night, and thank you. So it's dead that, and move on to some good news because we have a new number one. Oh, oh dear God. Oh, come on, 2020. Just... <clears throat> five minutes, bro. Just five minutes. Mustard, you want to tell everybody who it was? Uh, positions Ariana Grande. All right, let's look at the rest of the top ten. Go ahead, Mustard. Uh, number two is Forever After All by Luke Combs, or what the fuck that is. Mood three. Number three is Mood, the one that we got last week. It was not that impressive. No. Uh, by 24 Golden featuring, featuring Ian Dior. Uh, Laugh Now, Cry Later is number four. Uh, Drake featuring Lil Dirk. And number five is Blinding Lights. The weekend he came down. Uh, I Hope, Gabby Barrett featuring Charlie Puth. Number seven is WAP 
Cardi B. Uh, number eight is Savage Love. Jason Derulo. Nine is Lemonade. Internet Money. Oh, okay. The, number ten is Hold Pony, on, read, the, read those Justin, names. Internet Money and Gunna featuring Don Tolliver and NAV. What Sounds the? like a f- fucking Academy crediting. <laughs> <laughs> Sounds like the writers for a bad short film. Alright. Number 11 is Rockstar, baby, and 12 is Dynamite, 13, Before You Go. Yeah, okay. There we go. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. yeah Alright, so let's see where Posty number one. Hey, Posty moved up. Alright, now. 18 and 19. Great. That's great. Alright, so that's number one. <sighs> God, yeah, I've already been looking... warned about this song by Faith. She said it wasn't that good. <laughs> uh, I am not looking forward to this. Oh, look at this is number one search, man. Oh, do we gotta? Oh, that didn't take long at all. Do we gotta? Yeah, it's we number have one. To. It's one yeah, of our rules. We can click it. She's not a fucking predator or a pedophile, so yeah, we have to do it. Yeah, you're right. You're right. Is that the White House? Yep. Yes. <laughs> she breaks through the window. Sorry. There's a break on the fucking track, dude. I'm, I'm backing it up. I'm backing it up. It's breaking. It's breaking more. It's breaking. God damn it. I guess she's the president of the United States or something. That's that's the whole idea here, yeah. She's got an Evie tattoo. Yeah. She's like four foot ten. <laughs> yeah, she's really small, dude. I like how they're trying to like show her legs off, but they can't even get them above the camera line. <laughs> <laughs> the director's like, all right, bring him up, bring him up. The camera guy's like, it's all I got. Another seat, another seat, booster seat, another one. I I, I don't have any more. <laughs> got the fucking radio, the roadie. That was, that was the last one, boss. <laughs> Go buy more! I don't think it's in the budget. Like she's standing on a chair. She was literally standing on a step stool. Did you see that? Yes, I saw that. 
you couldn't have edited that, that out. Edited that out. No. Go back real quick. I want to see that real quick. Like you couldn't have edited that out. No. We blew our budget on the on the booster seats. She literally, she literally is standing on a fucking on look, the look, steps. Look. look, it's right there. Yikes. Like I'm trying to catch it just right. Hold on. So, like, there's no steps there. Oh, why did they go full screen? There's no steps there. Then, like, like <laughs> uh, that's fucking great, dude. And you know what's funny to me about Ariana Grande? What's up? She's never going to be sexy to me. To me, she's still Cat from uh, Victorious. No nah, man, you know what? You want to know what I don't like about her like the most? Uh. And this might like this might sound bad, but like the the black fishing. Oh, how much she's like dyed her or gotten tan and all that. Yeah, I don't like that. I yeah. don't like that. I don't like that. I don't like that. I don't like that. I don't fucking like that. Like she tries so hard to be that a dark skinned artist but she's fucking not dude if we see her in victoria she's pale as fuck yeah dj where are you sitting at dude stop masturbating i know right mm -hmm. about her or her song thanks for showing up let's start, let's start let's start with the song first <laughs> yeah seriously like you know it's a legitimate question shut up dead man uh the song not bad but forgettable True, very true. Yeah, you know. not good either. <laughs> no, not good. But yeah, look how fucking look how look how look at the difference in complexion versus the video that we just saw. I don't like that shit. I hate it. it looks like she's gotten a nose job too. I'm sure she's gotten plenty of plastic work done, dude. But like, yeah, she's definitely gotten a that, nose job. That pisses me off so much. Like, I liked her as Cat, and she'll always <clears> be Cat <throat> to me. That's why, like, when people talking about like, 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 like early like, like stars that are hot now, like uh, her, like Victoria Justice, I'm just like, they're like, oh, she's so hot. I'm just like, she's still Victoria to me. Like, I, ew, no. <laughs> Yeah, there's some definite like uh, red flags if you think uh, Nickelodeon stars are attractive. Yeah, even like, there's, uh, some definite, there's some definite red flags there. <laughs> uh, who's the uh, iCarly? Who's the girl that played iCarly? Miranda Cosgrove. Miranda, yeah, Miranda Cosgrove. Like when people talk about how hot she is, I'm like, no, no, no. She looks like Michael Jackson. I can never unsee that. Like I can't. <laughs> the third one is Michael Jackson. Yeah, I saw that. <laughs> I I can't do it. Like I I have watched. Yeah, like I've watched her since she was a kid. Yeah, like quite I, literally, quite a child. Yes, fucking literally a child. Like that's her. That's her on Drake, on Drake and Josh. Yeah, and I can't do it. Like people are like, oh, she's so hot. I'm like, no, no. Yeah, it's weird. That, like no. I said, that's some definite red flags. Yeah, just no. 
and 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 it goes for females and it goes for males too. Like when people yeah. talk about you know uh, uh, Drake and how he how he fucking manned up all of a sudden from well, Drake from Bell had an Drake ugly Bell. pretty face. Yeah, but he manned up all of a sudden, and I'm just like, no, no, he's not hot to me. I've been watching this guy since he was a kid. Same thing with it's like, Josh. yeah, dude, I still remember him arguing in a fu- about a fucking cannoli and, and overalls and shit. You know what I mean? You like, know? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I can't, I can't do it, man. And like, I don't, I don't know, but you know what? I'm, I, I like having, I didn't like that, the song. I didn't like the song. I didn't like the song. I don't, I don't like her as an artist. I don't like her as a person. Um, she is kind of a shitty person. Yeah. She's just made some very wrong choices with not a lot of clarification. Uh, I mean, to to her credit, I've heard more stories about her being a good person than being a bad person. But every time she's a bad person, it is very public. Yeah, and no, but she doesn't say anything about it, ever. She doesn't address it now. She kind of ignores it, which I think is the correct thing to do. In a lot of instances, but there are some things that she should have addressed. Yeah, there is. Yeah. But yeah, look at look at her. Like I can't I can't do it. Can't do it. She's not attractive. I don't to me. like her. She's not attractive to me. DJ, what do you she's think about always, all this? She's always been like that to me. Like she's always been ugh. Well, I never watched iCarly, so I don't or any of those uh Nickelodeon shows, so but no, like if you see a person like you, especially like when you see him as a kid and grow up, you know you're not gonna really gonna see that. Like with married with children, like uh, Kelly Bundy, like all uh, people were saying, like you know, oh yeah, she was hot, she was hot. But like you know, growing up with married with children, she was always like uh, like an older sister, so I never saw her as attractive. Yeah, you know, you know, I mean, it's just you know, it's just one of those things. Like. Uh, I mean, I could say, I mean, I found, like, uh, Carissa attractive because we were on the same age when the Nickelodeon, like, Carissa knows it all. Remember that show? Yeah, I remember Remember? that. She was a a little bit older than us, yeah. Yeah, a little bit older. I I, I know she was, like, around that age. I could, you know, say she's attractive because, yeah, I mean, she was, you know, we're around that age. So, but, you know, just one of those things, you know, you have to see someone you literally watch as a kid grow up and, you know, she may be of age, but not to you, she isn't. Yeah. Like, David Coulier, uh has been known to knock people out that make inappropriate comments about the Olsen twins. And like, yeah, yeah, that's a real thing. Uh, and the whole fucking reason is because he says that he's like, I've watched these, I've watched these, these two since they were infants and you're going to come over here and talk to me about their ass. Fuck you. And so he's, he's been actually known to actually beat the fuck out of people for making inappropriate comments. Well, good on him. I'm excited to see this. Let's go. Yeah, moving on, though. Gorillas go joint riding with Beck in the Valley of the Pagans video. Oh, no. This is going to be... This is either going to be awesome or it's going to be dick. Yeah. Let's find out. Let's find out. We're clicking this. It's the Gorillas. Kong Studios, once again. <laughs> what the fuck? <laughs> they opened the... Okay, sure. Alright. <laughs> Whoa, this stuff works fast. 
they're, they're doing a GTA video. Look at them, <laughs> you leave 2D alone. Are you seeing the are you seeing the stuttering of the phone in the corner? Yeah. Uh, look, it's cracked now. She's a plastic Cleopatra on a throne of ice. She's a hemophiliac with a dying battery life. Candy colored fingers of Southern Fighter eyes. Thinking Deborah starts with the logo on the mind. It's so delightful. Oh, God. That's my mouth. There it is, five stars, there we go. Oh god. Oh no! <laughs> <laughs> oh man. Ah. Oh dude, that is so fucking wicked. I loved it. And we got the next song called The Lost Chord. God damn it, that was fucking awesome. What do you think, DJ? Indeed. Yeah, it's gorillas. How could it not be awesome? Well, when Beck's involved, it's always a gamble. Mm, true. <laughs> With anything. Ah, man. Mustard, what do you think? You know what? Fucking. I, I, wish I, I wish I could be, like, gorillas could be one of those artists that I could say, like, they don't make bad music. But they do. They do. Like, like we've had those couple of albums that have been like, eh, I don't know about this cheap, you know, but... Plastic Beach, but, yeah. 
no, that one was good. I was talking about the one right after that. It was humans? Humans, yeah, yeah. Humans, didn't like humans that. lacked. Humans lacked big time. They had. Way it too was like many. a twenty-eight track album with like seventy fucking features, and like I just, it just was too much. No, way too much. It was yeah. bad. It was bad. And then the one before that was the fall. I didn't like that one either. The uh, fall, it wasn't bad. It wasn't bad, but it was not gorillas. They they wrote it on the road completely. Or yeah. More so, Damon Albright wrote it on the road completely. Yeah, and that's like, why it just, wasn't gorillas. You could hear it, you know? You could hear, like, it was lacking here and there. It was like... But anyways, that's good, man. The, the shit that they've been putting out lately, lately, like, the past, I want to say, like, three years, has been really good. Like, it started with um, the one with Jack Black. <clears throat> yeah, Humility. That's the one that started it all with this, like, new wave of gorillas, and I think it's been really cool. Indeed, yeah. Yeah, I think so, too. Alrighty, so ah, man, I'm I'm trying to think. I'm like, do I really want to like? I got my Apple TV app thing down here, and I kind of want to watch everything that's going on with them. Uh, <clears throat> really, DJ? Say it. Mm, I hate you for this. <laughs> Kanye West concedes self-serving presidential bid and threatens a 2024 run. The rap, <laughs> yeah, really, yeah. That's that's the that's the operative word in this. <laughs> Threatens. Threatens. That's right, people. I'm a coming for that all. <laughs> Don't make me look president, motherfucker. I'm gonna lead the fuck out of you. <laughs> oh. Love that. Oh, I'm sorry. When I saw that threatens, I knew I had to put it on here. <laughs> it is a threat. <laughs> I can't classify it as anything else but a threat. Yeah. So he Donnie, picked up. Donnie Jingles is the VP. <laughs> God no. Ah, okay. Wait, 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 wait. What is? It? Oh, oh my God. So, his first stab at presidency ended with him reportedly accumulating about sixty thousand votes in the twelve states where he appeared on the ballot. Uh, we don't like to talk politics, but this is it's in itself a joke. <laughs> Kanye appeared to concede his long-shot bid by graciously on Twitter Tuesday night, posting a photo of himself in front of a map of the United States standing behind him, uh, along with a caption, 2024, or Kanye 2024. Uh, he previously tweeted, then deleted the objectively funnier statement. Welp. <laughs> See, that's oh funny. That's funny. <laughs> yeah. oh, look at I, have, this I have a confession to make. If you say you voted for Kanye, I will beat the living hell out of you. <laughs> no, but our brother did. <laughs> oh, oh, dang, are really? Are you serious? <laughs> yeah, dude, he, vote, he told me he wrote it in on the ballot. <laughs> oh, my gosh. 60,000. Congratulations. He's one of those. Oh, <sighs> my God. I, so I guess this time's going to have a, a real proper run. DJ, I'm gonna hurt you. I'm gonna <laughs> birthday party. <sighs> Despite the loss, West had himself personally fulfilling election day. On Twitter, he documented his visit to the polls in Park County, Wyoming, where he had to write his own name in as he hadn't been able to get himself on the ticket. Alongside a video of him feeding his ballot into the machine, West wrote, The first vote of my life, we are here to serve. We pray for every servant leader. 
in the world. <laughs> Even his handwriting is stupid. <laughs> nah, dude. Oh, man. This is great. Look at this. And he hasn't filled anything else out. He doesn't need. He's Kanye West. According to Park County Election Office, write-in candidates such as West received 115 in his own in his home state. He received 150, and not even him. It was other people, other people who were written in alongside with him received 115 votes. Ah. 60,000 across 12 states, brother. That's got to say something. I'm ready for Kanye 2024. That's right, man. Shut up. Both of you. Shut the fuck up. Oh, yeah. I'm I'm ready, man. Right now, be like, if you don't run for president, I'm going to kick my own ass. Kick it. I don't give a fuck. (laughs) (laughs) Hurt yourself. I don't. But that is very very impressive. No real. no real campaign, like literally last minute nomination at sixty thousand votes. That's gonna be very impressive. A string of, so, of of maniac Twitter ranting, <laughs> you know, right? So just imagine what's gonna happen when he has a proper run. No. Uh, Tennessee racked up over ten thousand, and Colorado was like over six. Uh, oh man! So here we go. Tennessee, 10,250 votes. Colorado, 6,286 votes. Kentucky, 6,312. Oklahoma, 500,590. Louisiana, 4,894. Arkansas, 4,027. Utah, 4,344. And Vermont, 1,266. And Idaho, 3,544. You got 10,000 in Tennessee. Jesus Christ. What the fuck is going on in Tennessee? That's impressive. (laughs) Yeah, very impressive. That means all of these people you see right now wanted Kanye to be president. That's right. How many votes were cast in Tennessee? Hold on. Here we go. Here we go, ladies and gentlemen. <laughs> Dead man's panic. I want no. I need to know. I need to know <laughs> yes, how he many. Does. Yes. How, what, what was it? Tennessee. Yes, Tennessee. Yes. Tn. Tn. There you go. Hey. Look at that. Look at that! Two million. Kanye West. Uh, about three million. Uh, Kanye West got 10,216. <laughs> Dead man. I think we found our next no, president. He got more the Green Party, bro. <laughs> he got more than the Green Party. Oh my god! <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> the top oh. two candidates. Oh. I can't. <laughs> this is great. I, I'm loving this. I am loving this. The Alliance Party got 1,833. The Party for Socialism and Liberation got 2,292. Socialist Workers Party, that's worrying, got 2,582. <laughs> the Green Party got 4,526. The Constitution Party, 5,340. And fucking Kanye West I got 10,000. 216! Congratulations! <laughs> this, oh, dead men, prepare, prepare for your next president in 2024. <laughs> no, fuck that, because Joe Jorgensen got double that. Almost oh, triples oh. that. 
Oh, like I said, just wait. He didn't have a proper he didn't have a proper campaign, but this time he's gonna be ready. What the fuck is happening in Tennessee <laughs> that he got ten thousand votes? Who oh. the fuck is in Tennessee right now? The future, dead man. Shut the, the fuck up. Ah, <laughs> <laughs> oh, I I got a headache. I got a headache now. Mm -hmm. Like mustard, go for it, man. Because I got. I need As for his actual self-funding funded campaign, West held one rally in South Carolina in July, where oh. he notably broke down in tears uh. while discussing abortion. Oh my God! Get this man some medication. Stat. The run, however, always seemed to be just another item on West's plate, as he also busied himself with other endeavors, including even a bit new music. Among his more notable campaign activities were launching a website with a 10-point plan for his presidency oh, and, lots <laughs> and lots of merch. And lots of merch. The item of $40 hat still available. You know what? We're skipping the merch segment today just because of that. We're going to go check out the Kanye West merch, ladies no, and gentlemen. No, we're not. Oh, yeah. Hey, yeah, we are. What? Fuck it. What? Yeah, we are. Yep, yeah, yeah, yeah. Why? We're doing it. We're doing it. Where? Oh, there it is. As soon as the, the picture loads up. Oh. This is at uh, Kanye2020.country, ladies and gentlemen. So if you want to check this out for yourself. Oh, oh there it is. There it is. Vote, vote Kanye hat. Come on. This is not my internet. This. <laughs> We got a hat. Go down. We got a hoodie. Oh, a hat hoodie combination. <laughs> Eighty bucks for a hundred bucks. God save America for forty. What the fuck? You know what, DJ? Go read these. Stop scrolling. But okay, the Kanye West presidential platform. <clears throat> Restore faith. And revive our constitutional commitment to freedom of religion and the free exercise of one's faith demonstrated by restoring prayer in the classrooms, including spiritual foundations. That's right. Kanye West is our prophet president for 2024. Go ahead. Keep going. Number two. Restore the sound national economy. Reduce household debt and student loan debt. Which, to be fair, it does need to be going down, though. But, it do. But uh, Kanye West, the man for the job? I think so. Number three. Provide leadership to restructure our country's education system to serve the most at-risk and vulnerable populations, allowing the widest possible range of educational and vocational paths to job opportunities and career success. Dead man, this is the man that will provide you it all. No. How could you not get behind such a visionary? Easily. Number four, maintain a strong national defense. Fully prepared, but not so quick to tie up our country's young <laughs> men and women in foreign countries. What? Dude, it's our national interest. Which lasts for decades. Oh my God. I love that. Maintain a strong national defense, but not so fast. 
Oh god. <laughs> the strings attached. <laughs> Terms and conditions. Okay, I'm I'm back. I'm back. I'm, I get, Number I, five. Keep going. Yeah. Reform the legal system to provide true justice. True justice. <laughs> For all citizens, regardless of race or ability to defend oneself in court, recognize the disparity in verdicts and prison sentences and caused by the lack of financial resources or legal assistance. And in, in other words, I'm having legal trouble, so I need to fix that <laughs> Number oh, six. Hold on, okay, hold on. Let's pause halfway through here. Mustard, oh, give me your thoughts. Give me your thoughts on all this. <clears throat> this man needs medication. I agree. <laughs> Number six. Oh, good. Reform the approach to policing in a manner that treats all Americans the same, regardless of race, color, and ethnicity. Refocus police forces on real crime. Real crime. Real crime. Real crime. Eliminate federal sentencing guidelines that the hands of the judges resulted in ridiculous sentences for the most minor offenses. I, Lord knows I had a few of those myself, so we got to fix that mega fast. You know? You, you, you know what's fucked up is that you are right. These all sound like really, really personal slights. Yes. These all sound a little personal. You know what I mean? Like, like. This doesn't seem like the good of the country type of shit. This is like, I experienced this, so I want to fix it kind of thing, you know? That's correct. He's Kanye. Number seven. Oh, take care of the environment. Diligently pursuing clean air and water as a national security priority uh, and making renewables a top priority. Make edibles a top priority. Mmm, delicious. Eat mm. recycled food. It's good and it's good for the environment and okay for you. Soil and green. <laughs> Not people. <laughs> Not that one. <laughs> Number eight. Ensure that we always have peace. Oh, I'm sorry. Excuse me. Ensure that we always place America's best interests first. First and foremost, in dealing with foreign affairs. I thought we did that anyway, but under Kanye, it will be a reality. Yeah. <laughs> we must protect we must project strength, not aggression. We want trust, but we must also verify. We want fair trade, mean? not one-sided deals that hurt American workers. Okay, what the fuck does that mean? But we must also verify? I don't I don't understand that. We must it's the eight-point plan of America. Don't question it. I'm <laughs> okay, goddammit. <laughs> Number nine, support faith-based groups to provide vital local services, giving communities a shared purpose and government. Uh, I'm pretty sure you could do that without faith-based groups, but he's Kanye. He, he will do what he wants. And number 10, last, but we will find out if it's least or not, create, creativity and the arts can be a, an important source of innovation and development of other national strengths and resources. That is absolutely true. What the hell does that have to do with rebuilding America? I don't know. I... <laughs> <laughs> I mean, half of these are just points. They're not even like... 
this is this is the this is the mad ramblings of an insane person. Sixty thousand. I. <sighs> Do you think anybody actually even read those, dude? Yeah, yeah, he did because he raised a significant amount of money for his for his fucking campaign. Uh, I'm done with this. I can't oh, do it man. anymore. This is glory. I'll tell you. Now the now. Oh, I, I'm looking forward to this next one. Like I said, this time he'll have a proper a proper run at a campaign. Or last it minute vehicles. Shut no. Shut. Get, stop. Stop. Get ready. Getting that and moving on. <laughs> And he has a shot. That's the worst part. You know oh, he does. Gosh. Oh, gosh. <laughs> All right. DJ, rev up the insanity. Tell him about the fucking Patreon, please. Yes. At patreon.com forward slash VT Network, you too can support Kanye West. For his- <laughs> <laughs> Wait, how? I'm so I am so glad you asked. By, by giving him one dollar per month, you will give him the name of the choosing of his presidential campaign. You know, you can be like a producer. Yeah. Uh, one moment. Okay. <sighs> okay, but seriously, folks, yes. Please support us at patreon.com forward slash VT Network. Literally every bit helps. But how can you help us for just one dollar per month? You'll be having the first blood tier, which will have your name of name of your choosing the credits of every episode. If you want to be an official producer of our show, make that look good on your resume for just one dollar per month. You do that legally. But of course, that's not enough. For just three dollars per month, you'll be upgraded to the UAV tier, which you'll have the previous perk as well as access to the Mustard Music Minute, as well as access to the post show that releases every Wednesday. But of course, that's not enough to float your boat. You can give us five dollars per month. You'll be upgraded to the maximum strike tier, which is the air strike tier, which will have the previous perks as well as access to the monthly movie roast. Your name right out loud at the end of every episode. You'll get a sticker each month and a giveaway every three months. Recently, last week we gave uh, we gave a giveaway to uh, what, what was the name again, Dead Man? Anthony. <clears throat> giveaway to Anthony. Hope you enjoy your gift. Nice. So please support us literally, even if it's just $1 per month, that is $1 that is be will, will be well appreciated. That's patreon.com forward slash VT Network. All right, I'm coming back. That was <laughs> difficult. Oh. Come back to the Kanye side. Shut up. You guys fucking nuts. Anyways, speaking of nuts, go ahead and go to vtnetwork.redbubble.com, pick you up some goddamn VT and merch. We have currently uh, many designs. We have nine designs to choose from, including the VT uh, TV set, the VT cart, uh, the game pin, the game box, the VT Stranger VTN logo, which is one of my favorites. Our original logo, the retro logo, the funky '70s logo, and the night and the neon sign cover. These are all fucking wonderful, and I love them all equally. This the Stranger VTN logo is just—it just looks so goddamn wicked. It really does, and I love it so much. Uh, we got coasters, iPhone cases, 
uh, shirts, classic hoodies, t-shirts, active t-shirts, lightweight t-shirts, pullover hoodies, tank tops, dresses. <clears throat> we got stickers. We got more stickers. We got laptop skins, laptop sleeves, iPad skins. We have fucking artwork for it. I don't know why you would want that framed in artwork. We got Paul Mattingly's favorite, which was which was the bath mat. And we also have pillows. Gotta mention pillows or DJ Hertz mustard. Yeah. We got our hammers and bags. We got our half of it, which is the bags. ICS has the hammers. We even have COVID masks so you can rep us on your face comfortably. We also have socks, water bottles, and a fucking apron, which I still want because, I don't know, I like aprons. We even have blankets so you can sleep with us. Yeah. And, of course, uh, if the prices are too high for you guys, let us know. We don't give a fuck about money. We just want you to rip our shit. And that is at vtnetwork.re... Wow. Yep. Kanye's got me all sorts of fucked up. vtnetwork.redbubble.com And uh, go ahead and uh, go over there. Let us know what you like. Let us know what you don't like. We got more designs coming soon right now. I think we're sitting pretty at 9 and uh, I've already reordered a lot. Well, I've already reordered the stickers. So you guys are going to get stickers uh, designed by Mustard last month. And for this month, I'm going to be designing them and getting them out to you. So you're going to get a lot of stickers this month because October got totally fucked. Mustard, tell them how to talk to us. Social media on Twitter, VT Network number two. Instagram is the same thing, VT Network number two. Gmail. VTNetwork84 at gmail.com. Those are the socials. Facebook is VTNetwork number two as well. Viral Trends Network. We're waiting for the day that your fucking bankruptcy comes in the mail and, and we'll be waiting. We'll be waiting for that domain. But yeah. Come 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 support us. Come come hang out. Come come follow us. Talk to us. Whatever you want. If you got suggestions. Whatever. We're there. We're available. 24-7. Yeah. Watching. Always. <laughs> Always your, your stream Your stream dumbass Twitch.tv forward slash Colonel Mustard Is uh, the first The first L is an I um, we st- we're a, I'm, I'm a variety stream I stream whatever the hell I want Whatever I'm feeling right now We're going through Red Dead We've been playing a little Stardew Valley It's been pretty fun Do mostly FPS's and stuff But yeah Come hang out I still pretty can't fun. believe you're using a Mauser or what was that? Uh, what? You're using a, a Chinese rifle instead of a KER-98. Disappointed in you. On what? What are you talking about? Uh, what was it? What was that one game? Uh, I don't know. One where I was telling you Jackson from Saving Private Ryan would be ashamed of you. Oh, uh, fucking Vietnam War Simulator? <laughs> it's because in that game you can't customize your classes and your guns are decided by what side you're on. So, yeah. Can't control that at all. I'm so ashamed of you. Anyways, want to give thank you to Paul Schroyer. Thanks to the Magic Scroll Network for keeping us on and keeping us going and keeping me part of your Paul Mark series every year. This is two years in a row where I where I give them a prompt and they work off it with their awesome improv skills. I also want to thank our patrons, which is Lofus. Hi, baby. The Grave Robber, the Raging Caucasian, Miss Faith, Cheyenne, and Carol. Thank you all so much. Uh, you, you will be getting stickers. Trust me. Don't worry about it. 
I gotcha. And uh, I want to thank everybody for listening. Thanks again for all of our guest spots in October, right, guys? Oh, indeed. Yeah, dude. We have a lot. We got more coming up. Believe it or not, uh, for some reason on TikTok, I've been getting more than a couple of requests for people to come on. I can't talk about names right now because I haven't confirmed them, but I have several people who do want to come on the show. So that's in the works as well. Cool. Uh, we also have uh, Joe wants to come on the show. Oh, and our patron, Monsieur Pasty Cakes himself, wants to come on the show. Uh, we just uh, need to find a day. Daddy he... also has another podcast. Daddy uh, also runs a podcast. Yeah, and go ahead and plug him too. Uh, Don't know what it is, do you? <laughs> we'll find out from Danny. Thank you, Danny. Hold on, though. hold on, hold on, hold on. Give me, give me a second. Here. We're running out. We're out of time, dude. So, thank you very much to everyone. And with all that said and done, we're gonna go to the post show. DJ, say good night, DJ. Good night, DJ. And good luck, Kanye. Fuck you. Fuck you. Fuck you. Hey ladies and gentlemen, Justin Juice Kelly here from JK Media. The Juice in the Morning podcast may be dead, but there will still be plenty of content coming from JK Media. JK Media is going to be producing audio drama podcasts, other content as well. So just look forward to it. Follow us on Facebook at facebook.com forward slash JK Media, on Instagram at JK Media 85, and on Twitter at JK Media. Once again, thank you for following along. Thank you for being a part of the journey. And we look forward to bringing you way more content in the future.